This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I'm Nick. I love wrestling. I'm Mike. I love wrestling. I'm Steven, and I hate wrestling. You Should Love Wrestling is a show where we try to convince Steven that he should love wrestling. You should love wrestling, WWE, cause I love wrestling, a lot of loving from me. We on the podcast, Joey Cliff, Nick, and Steven, but Steven ain't wrestling, gotta make him a believer. I'm all hoping that I love Ric Flair, The Undertaker, Tombstone on the chair. So tune in every week, cause we got a new guest. You should love wrestling, cause it's the best, yes. Whenever you shop on Amazon, you can support the show by going to BoardWalkAudio.com forward slash You Should Love Wrestling. Click that support our artist button in the top right corner. Shop on Amazon like you normally would. We get a kickback. Life's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did it again the other day. I bought some glass straws. Yeah? Yeah. Glass straws? Yeah. That's yeah. pretentious. I just wanted to reuse them. Oh, all right. It doesn't feel pretentious, but I now that you've said it, I, I'm very it's self-conscious. It's super pretentious. Why? I don't know. It just sounds stupid. Okay, fair enough. Those are the all things right. that I like. They just sound stupid. You know, that's hey. Anytime Stephen brings up anything on this show, it's like, oh, that sounds stupid. Yeah, I fair. don't approve. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Ready to talk about some wrestling, Stephen? Do you approve of wrestling? I feel like we've been off for a long time. We've been and, off for uh, a while, and I'm a, tired. This is a gut punch coming back. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is really hard for you. It was. Oh, God. it really was. Well, folks, there's a there's so much going on in the wrestling world, and NXT particular is very very hot right now. Oh, I've heard about. We this. are recording this the day after their takeover Brooklyn three. It was an unfathomably good show. Adam Cole debuted, baby. Great. And now we're going to talk about more NXT because NXT has been going through an evolution of sorts Mm -hmm. in our evolution. And today to talk about that, we've got a guest with us. You know him. He's an actor and writer. You know him from screen junkies and commercials, particularly, and he asked us to say this, (laughs) that Allstate commercial where the girl emasculates him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you can also hear him coming up soon uh, on a new Feral Audio podcast called Podcast the Ride, which will be debuting soon. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back, or no, for the first time to the show. I'm tired. Mike Carlson, hey, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, hello. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to the show, man. That's me. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm yeah. glad to finally be here to try to convince someone, because I do think the world deserves wrestling. <laughs> I agree. I I agree with that sentence as well. (laughs) My intention behind it may be different than yours. (laughs) Fair fair enough. enough. The world's on its way out. This world deserves wrestling. wrestling. (laughs) You're going to get nuked. The world deserves wrestling. So, Mike, we've we've seen some PWG events together mm-hmm. before. I know that you're a big fan. We have a lot of mutual friends, many of who have been on this show who love wrestling. Uh, what initially got you into wrestling? Uh, it was really hot when I was 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not like it as a kid. I knew of Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, and all those guys. I kind of liked the idea of it, but it was all like strength. Kids would be like, it's fake, and then when fake immediately means bad, I think. Uh, to a lot of people, so I feel like I was just never, no one introduced it to me as a young child, but I wanted to be cool like the other kids in high school, (laughs) so I said, well, let me watch this, and I, I already knew who Hulk Hogan was, so I tried watching WCW, and I said... Oh, these guys all look like they're sixty. <laughs> right. they're, they're all like s- the sunburn. Like it was just I couldn't believe what was going on. Okay. The storylines right. were very boring. They're all old hot dogs. They're all yeah. And even though now now we, we realize they we were like forty two, yeah, forty three. It's yeah. the like, thing they that weren't we always come back to on the show. It's like we look it up and it's like Hulk Hogan for a match was like thirty four. Uh-huh. And yeah. you're like, why does he look sixty? Yeah, man? it's insane. <laughs> it's real it crazy. Is so insane. Yeah. Uh, uh, what the what the business does to these guys. 
Uh, so yeah, <laughs> when I was 16, uh, I then I flipped over and I saw uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin holding a gun to a man's head. <laughs> And I went, yeah. what the hell is this? And I was like, this is bizarre. Is this, this wrestling? Feels, it made me feel like weird and gross, too, because I was like, this feels like porn or something. This yeah. feels, yeah, there's a it's quality fair. to it that feels. But then Mankind, uh, Mankind, Mick Foley showed mm -hmm. up. Sure. And I was like, I like this. This is my guy. Yeah. I like this guy. He hurts himself a lot. I like that. I like he's an underdog. Mm -hmm. I always liked Rock and Austin, but Foley was my guy. He was the, my conduit into wrestling. Right. St Stone Cold Steve Austin had a gun to a guy's Yeah. Head. Well, here's the crazy thing. <laughs> As many of the things, and, and nobody's just quite brought it up or decided to ask to bring it in yet, we've never quite full, and I know there's a lot to cover, but mm. we've never really covered the heyday of the Austin McMahon feud for Steven. Like, I mean, it's something uh. that for some reason nobody's brought in it. We should just, we should just get a guess that we know and I should put that episode together. Just put it together. We should cover it because like the height of like the 98, 99 Austin McMahon feud is, is ridiculous. It, One night on Raw, he had a gun to his head. He said like all night he was going to like shoot McMahon. <laughs> He's going to kill him on, <laughs> on live TV. TV. And it's he insane. A, he put a gun to his head and then after all this tire build up on <laughs> Raw, he pulled the trigger and just a little bang 316 sign mm -hmm. came out of the gun. Are you, you, know, are you shaking comedy. your head because you wanted uh, to actually shoot him in the head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. To pay it off. Honestly, yes. Yeah, that's, we know. The, the, that's not a Chekhov. That's not an appropriate Chekhov's gun there is when the bang sure. sign comes no. out. That was the hottest angle in uh, wrestling. That is why wrestling oh maybe still exists. If that didn't happen, everything may have folded up. Yeah. All the young guys today may not have even wanted to get into it if it weren't for Steve Austin holding a gun to Vince McMahon's <laughs> that, head. That it's says true. what a low... What a low uh, Art wrestling is that the hurdle it had to jump over was Stone Cold sure. with a gun to McMahon's oh, head a and a bang sign. I, I get that. I it. get what you're saying because, like, like Mike said, you know, really there was a quality back then of because that that's again same thing, Stephen, as we've talked about many times. That was during mm. the Monday Night Wars era ah. when WWE needed to try and win rating supremacy, and that was during the time that like. Yeah, it had a quality where you felt like you didn't even know. No, if you were like younger, you're like, should I be watching this? Yeah, you shouldn't yeah. have been I watching it. I don't know, because it. It, it all had that, that shock TV, Women Jerry taking their tops Springer, off. Yeah. quality, like you said. Yeah, and it was, yeah, I would have to turn some stuff off. I remember watching uh, the one where the cat, uh, Stacey the Cat Carter has a match in a pool. And yep. she threatened to take her top off. And I remember we it was in my this. living room. <laughs> threatened? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe just said, like, if I win, I'll do it or something. Oh, great, yeah. She, threat then, like, she threatened to shoot somebody with her tits. I remember. <laughs> All well, night. That would have been incredible. Uh, I remember <laughs> we were watching it in my living room, and I was just, like, just sweating, waiting for, <laughs> like, my mom's going to walk out, like, during this and go, like, what? Uh, what did I invite all the neighborhood boys over to watch? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like, That's they're going to be so funny. this. We just, oh I God. don't remember if it was Adam McCabe or Jesse Klein. We just talked mm -hmm. about this, like, a couple episodes ago, Stephen, where we had mentioned that the cat had come out, Miss Kitty, the Jerry, Jerry sure. the King Lawler's former girlfriend, she had come out and finally... Ex took her top off and exposed herself Great. at a pay-per-view. I think we wow. talked about that. For like I kind of remember seconds. the idea. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it, it was the biggest thing. It was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Wrestling's great. Because, yeah, because the, uh, the the previous time they had had nudity on purpose was uh, a UK pay-per-view when Jack Jacqueline uh, had her top ripped off That's right. by Sable. And, like, it was like, I remember there was, like, internet chatter of, like, they can't do this on American pay-per-view. And I remember <laughs> being like, oh, maybe like, they could. She had the pasties or, like, a real skinny string Shh. boob. 
That's a different. You're thinking of a different time. She fully maybe maybe look maybe I'm breaking this. news here. Wow, twenty yeah. years ago, Jack went at her top completely ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> by Sable on a UK only pay per view. Oh, I believe wow. it's called Rebellion. Rebellion, yeah. The wow. Rebellion. But I think she she wore that specific bathing suit you're talking about on uh, several different occasions. Sure. Okay. Royal then, Rumble 2000, I believe. And then Sable had the pasties. Sable, yeah. Sable as a cla- well had the handprints. The handprints. And also like pasty different. It was. I, uh, I've seen the handprints. Yeah, I think you've you seen know. That. We'll leave it to the list. Nurse, go ahead and send us screenshots of all of this. We're going to need <laughs> that for like research. a couple of perverts talking about this. <laughs> you, you, you want a Dropbox link? What do you want? You want to send this? Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm a computer. What do you want? You want say, there's a wrestling fan out there who's got all of it very carefully organized and indexed just for this moment. Yeah. Uh, so, I, so... It was it was salacious. You, it was felt like something you shouldn't watch. Yep. Uh, you, that's what kind of got you, or at least not got you into full, it, but like intrigue. That intrigued me. Intrigued you, but yeah. Mick Foley and some of the other stuff is actually what oh, made yeah. me Wardrobe stay no a little longer in it because I because the Austin stuff I kind of liked, but then like Mick Foley and Mick Foley getting screwed at Survivor Series and like I really felt bad for him. I empathized with him. Yeah. I liked watching him wrestle because he would do something crazy. I liked yeah. I liked a big stunt. I liked violence. Uh, so yeah. like that stuff, I think I liked more. And then I very quickly really did like the actual wrestling a lot. So the art of it was something very early, which I think is why I still like it now. And like yeah. a lot of people fell off because I think more people liked the uh, spectacle of it as opposed yeah. to the actual like art of it. But right. like very quickly, I was like, you start figuring out who your guys are and watching mm-hmm. Dean. Like I like Dean Malenko very early, and to anyone who likes wrestling. He's a very he's a great amazing technical wrestler but like he has almost no personality to right, think of. Right. But but yeah it's it's that's the funny thing about guys like Malenko and like Lance Storm it's like they're yes. guys who are like looked up to as being technical masters who have trained people who have inspired people made people to want to be wrestlers but made them want to be wrestlers not made them necessarily want to be superstars you yeah, know. Yeah exactly. Um, Unlike you know maybe somebody like Enzo Amore or something who would see Stone Cold Steve Austin and be like I want to do that. Right. Yeah yeah yeah. And, and not that Austin couldn't wrestle. It was amazing. Right, right. Um, and, and personality is what makes stuff, like, huge. Like, Hogan yeah. and Austin are the... Are this, this is the reason why, like, the mass public starts to like people's... Because of people's personality. Right. And there's no... I don't know if there's a world where... Like Monday Night Raw is pulling in '90s ratings, where everyone's like tuning in for the technical expertise of two guys, right? Um, but yeah, probably not, right? Probably not. Who, but who knows? The- I, I do think wrestling's turning a corner in the sense that it's becoming so athletic and so cool and so impressive. Yep. There is maybe a scenario with a guy with a big personality where people start watching and go, "Oh, I get this. This is a show." I'm very entertained by the athleticism here. I do think maybe there is a world where there's a guy in the next five to ten years that can put those all those pieces together. Yeah, because all of many people have brought various pieces of that puzzle to the table to kind of get it instilled into people's heads. But yeah, I suppose there hasn't been one where it's like, he's got it all. There's not somebody out there right now in, in like current wrestling who's like the... Super charisma machine face of the company, like John your, Cena. Is Cena that's him? Yeah, it would be okay. Cena in WWE. It would be like Tanahashi in Japan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, there's guys that are still the top guy in the company and are, are better yeah. talkers than everyone else. But I mean, Cena is breaking. Th- Cena is going to be a movie star. Oh yeah, like, I mean, that's he about is. to happen. He already um, is. But he he wasn't working on it. Yeah. Raining. For him, it was The Rock, of course, as you know. Well, yeah. I mean, like The Rock, Stone Cold. 
Hulk Hogan, you may not like them or you may like them for various reasons, but I'm like, oh, they kind of stand out. They feel like a little bit of a beacon, like kind of um, unavoidable, like that that culturally unavoidable. In yeah. A way. Yes. It's, uh, it's, it's got Cena. it. So it's Cena. It's Cena. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. He Interesting. pops up in Everything. various. Yeah. I don't know. He's been, but he's, he's like he's to... in that fucking like he's like voicing an elephant and like a peanut. Sure, yeah, yeah, makes sense to me. <laughs> he's, he's about in... to be the star of multiple movies. He's like shot multiple movies, so he's about to. It's about to be like he's yep. second or third build in movies. Yeah, it's about to be. Uh... And he's about halfway on his way out of the company. I mean, yeah, he's, he's definitely part-time. winding down, ish. Good. Yeah. I, he probably will never stop quite like The Rock did. Like I feel like he's always going to sort of be around. And yeah, that's fine. Probably that's fine. But I do think he's signaling that like he's. He is a little bit like he's sympathetic because he was goofing on the rock years ago during their feud about like being a part timer. Yeah. But now it does feel like he's a little bit like, mm, I get it. Yeah. I think, yeah, <laughs> but I do think he gets it. And that's why I think that in a way he's never going to quite step away. Like he won't like just go away, go away like the rock did. Yeah, that's probably true. I think probably also the rock had probably people in his ear 10 years ago going, you got to get out of this. Thing. Yeah, sure. You got to exactly. get out of this trash meat like this trash. Yeah, uh, business like yeah. this is gonna make you. And now, like after so long, he was he's like Teflon and who gives a shit. And, right. right, right. Well, also the Rock kind of made I it feel like. Yeah, I don't feel like John Cena can do that. Like I don't feel like John Cena could step out, star in a movie, and I, and everybody's like, he's awesome. Like he's not that guy. I don't feel. I, like, I disagree with that. I, do, wow. I, I think the right role. People go, wow, this guy's awesome. Yeah, I saw him in I, the I Amy Schumer he's... movie. I saw him in the 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 what is it like Sisters, the Tina Fey Amy Poehler movie. I did not like him in any of that. I haven't really? seen the Marine. Uh, isn't that him? The right? what? The Marines. The Marine, yeah, the yeah. First Marine. Sister, yeah. What was sisterhood? That's sisters with Tina oh Faye sisters. Movie. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The sisterhood of the traveling jorts. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, John Cena. I'd watch that. Uh, that's a great idea. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know if he can quite reach those heights and be as quite maybe likable and crazy super popular star as The Rock. Mm-hmm. However, I, I got to agree with Mike that I think that he's got a lot more crossover appeal than you probably realize. Yeah. I think he's. I think he's uh, the, what John has over. I think The Rock and some of these other guys. Is that John realizes that he can look like an idiot? The Rock to me, True. The Rock I think is very, very image, image conscious, conscious, yeah, and yeah. is always looking cool and wants to look cool. Mm-hmm. But I think John John Cena wisely understands that there's a lot to be mined from him looking like a weird doofus. Correct, and like playing into the fact that I think he's a legitimately like nice guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like you can play with that a little bit more than like the rocks. Just like I'm a cool, tough guy who's the strongest man. Like, right. I think you that limits him a little bit. Even though the, I shouldn't really be criticizing him because he's the biggest movie star on the planet. <laughs> now, in terms no, of I'm like I, just like uh, just for the record, super strong and cool is a great niche to work Good in point. for the film oh industry. God, yeah. <laughs> I look like an idiot now. In terms of his, in terms of when he was like a top top heel, the Rock. In wrestling, and like kayfabe, had no problem looking like a big stupid idiot who, yes, who got yes, his yes. comeuppance. And I do. We all know that he has a, a very good sense of humor, but I have to agree that, especially with social media now, yeah. he, he doesn't seem like like a guy who's like ugh, like would be, I'm turned off by it. But I agree that he's it's it's very cool. It's, it's very very cool. very cool. And like, he's always the guy who's like the guy with the quip. He doesn't yeah. look like an idiot ever. I never stop working out. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's always it's constantly a, and, and and to be fair, it's a lot of these action guys yep. that have a very specific thing that they like to be portrayed as. Like, yeah, where they yeah. have stuff in their contracts where it's like I don't lose a fight in a movie. And Vin Diesel, that's, and that's, that's probably definitely conscious on his part too, because when The Rock first started his movie career. It, it, after like the Scorpion King stuff, he was floundering a little bit. Where people were like, "Why are you doing the Tooth Fairy? 
why aren't you the biggest movie uh-huh. star action guy in the world? And it took him a few years, but now he is. Now he is. So. Yeah. And that'll be John Cena next. And then after that, Kevin Owens? Could be Kevin Owens. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Owens. Owens. What a transition, Steven. I was trying. <laughs> so, Mike, tell us about today's match. Why did you pick today's match? Uh, and, and we're going we're gonna to watch a clip beforehand that sort of bookends this entire pay-per-view mm-hmm. that we're talking about. But why did you pick the uh, the match from NXT, Our Evolution, between Neville and Sami Zayn? Uh, it's one of my favorite matches. Um, I'll start by saying this. Sami Zayn, to me, is kind of like, I feel like he's my avatar. In a weird way, probably an evolution of McFoley in a way. In a in a way, there's there's similarities. There's yeah. an underdog quality, and I should just say he, they're both underdogs. Um, Sami Zayn, my age, about what I might look like if I worked out physically. <laughs> if I got jacked. If I got, jacked. I mean, he's again. If you saw him in real life, I'm sure you'd be like that guy's jacked. But compared yeah. to you know John Cena, he looks like a guy who's in good shape. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A nice good guy. So he's got a move set that i really love i was i was backyard wrestling and i never really completely considered professional wrestling but there was a part in the back of your mind you're like well, i feel like i could do so when i first saw sammy like how you think you could do a moonsault scene. i know i can you can't so when i first saw sam i was like oh this guy's like 32 33 years old. or not this was a couple years ago so he was like 30 or 31 or whatever and i was like okay all right this guy. and then like i really invested in him plus he's also an amazing baby face he's an yep. amazing guy you want to root for he's seems like a real nice guy by the way he's there's doing... nothing worse than when you see some of these wrestlers and you wikipedia their age their age and they're the same age as you and you're like oh yes i have also done this many big things in my mm-hmm. life oh well yeah no that, i do that with both, everybody man <laughs> and then everyone clings to like the old people like yep. everyone's always like well a list of 10 people who didn't make it until they were 40 and you're like yeah but that's these are the only 10 <laughs> <laughs> that's it guys <laughs> i haven't heard of seven through ten like yeah. this isn't a good list top 10 you mean the top all <laughs> exactly <laughs> So, yeah, people are constantly, we're all constantly just fucking desperate. <laughs> yes, of course. Pieces of shit. Like, oh, my God, I got to do. There's part of me is still like, I could get in the ring now. I don't yeah. Know. Oh, DDP can... started when he was 35. That's true. I'm, you know? Really? Yeah, Dime Dallas Page. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he was in the business a little bit, so that might have helped. And he was also working out for years, yeah. which I have not been doing. So hey, I could, You could start working out. You could get oh. into the bit. It's not too late. It's Forget not too it. late. Fuck, so, let's break the news right now. Mark Mike Carlson, professional wrestler. Watch uh, out for him. I Fuck want... the podcast, dude. Yeah, start working out. <laughs> I could do I th- I think I could have done it. I can't do <laughs> if it. If my body had not, bro- if my body could have held up, yep. I, th- I could have done it. I think I first of all I can get heat. Your body I think I can get down heat. Since. Well, it's like my shoulder. I went on the Indiana Jones ride a couple of weeks ago. And my shoulder <laughs> kind of popped out on the right. Like, oh, great. Like my neck's a little sore. You Indiana know, Jones right here. That's not in Florida where the guy recognized you as being the emasculated man from the commercial. No, that's not. That's a different. That was at a water park uh, last week in Orlando. No, no. This is Indiana Jones uh-huh. three weeks ago. Oh, okay, good. Uh, <laughs> when my shoulder popped out of the socket a little bit. Um, uh, you didn't by anyway. any chance stop by, try to stop by the performance center, did you, when you were in Florida? Well, I did not, but. Uh, a person that I know that we know or uh, who works there has uh, informally invited me, so I may be going Ooh, back to Orlando. There to... You go. Are you from Florida? No, no, no. Okay, no. just curious. Uh, just so going to Florida a lot. Love it. I haven't been in four years, but I'm a big theme park guy, which is what that podcast is about. So yeah. we went to Disney World and everything. But the and performance center was like thirty minutes the other way. So it just didn't make sense to like right. take an Uber to the performance center and just stand out and look at it. <laughs> Great. <Wow. laughs> but, so, all right. So anyway, so back yeah, to yeah, Sammy yeah, Zayn. Yeah. So Sammy Zayn. So I love Sammy. Uh, he's great, uh, and I see myself in him. Uh, so 
naturally watching like him in NXT, uh, I was very invested in it. And they did this very good, slowish build for, you know, building up Sammy as like a really good guy who's very ethical, who mm-hmm. has yeah, strong yeah. morals, who is an amazing wrestler. But you know what? I don't think he's got it. I just don't think he has what it takes to be the champion in this yeah. in this cool, uh, very close to like the indies. I mean, this is two years ago already. This mm-hmm. this match, uh, yeah, t- uh, two thousand and fourteen, December wow. of twenty fourteen. I know it feels like it was three like, years. Just it like feels a year like was, ago. Yeah. Uh, so they did this this <sighs> great so build old. for it. Uh, this was like a 12, 13, 14 month build with yeah, him and like insane. Neville too. Like, yeah, went yeah. for a long time. There was a series wow. of like matches and moments and things that they had gone through together and separately and mm-hmm. and in the peripheral of each other. Hmm. And they really took their time to build this thing where, right. where Neville was just. Not a heel, but just tweenery enough where he was like still kind of good and they're friends, but he's using a lot of heel tactics, uh-huh. which was a cool proto thing to see him build to where he is now, being yes. like an amazing heel. Right, because now Neville is like full on like kind of super villain heel, but like yeah. at the time they were doing a really great uh, job of him just kind of like being passive aggressive and being like, I love Sammy, but I don't want to, I don't think he's got what it takes. Like just <laughs> these like shitty little like digs at him right. and like... He was his friend, but you know he's still an asshole. So and it all—it was all going to culminate at this pay-per-view, Stephen, the NXT R Evolution Takeover pay-per-view, uh, mm-hmm. 2014. Uh, now coinciding with that, at the same time, Sammy was finally getting his title shot against Neville for the NXT title at the end of this show. Yes. However, at the same time, we've got the debuting Kevin Owens, the former Kevin Steen Ring of Honor uh, 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 wrestler, uh, PWG, of course. You know, part of Matt Rushmore and everything great about PWG. If you ever, I'm sure I know you got to see Steen live back in the day of PWG. Yeah, right? Steen's the first. I, I, I unfortunately didn't go to PWG until after Generico, who was a Sami Zayn. Me too. Was done, but Me the too. first, yeah, the first PWG, the first match I ever saw at PWG was Paul London and Kevin Steen, and I was like, this guy's funny. Paul London, <laughs> former guest of the show. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Paul is such a nice guy. I, I super cool. Friend. That's great. Yeah, close, very close. <laughs> but he's a super cool guy. Really nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, one yeah. of the the first P- PWG show like I ever saw, it was like it was, you know, a shit ton of great matches. A bunch of guys who are now like in part of the cruiserweight division and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And uh, Steen and the Bucks. And I had heard of the Young Bucks, but I wasn't like super crazy into indie wrestling. Went to that show, saw Steen and the Young Bucks. I was blown away. It was sure. like, this is so much fucking fun. And these guys are so great together. So coinciding at the same time, Owens had signed with WWE. Very, very, uh, really, really anticipated debut. Yeah. So up top, at the top of the show, Kevin Steen, now Kevin Owens, debuts against C.J. Parker, who's now having an amazing run in, AJ, in NJPW as uh, Juice Robinson. Mm-hmm. Super good. So let's cut to a quick clip. This will all coincide with the match that we will get to. But first, here is a clip of Kevin Owens' debut. So I was very excited because now at this point I had started to familiarize myself with Steen and his work. Right. So what were you thinking at the time when you had seen Kevin Owens debuting at NXT? Well, at this point, yeah, I had known about because they're they're 
Kevin and Sammy have a history together. They came up through the Indies. They came up, you know, they did PWG together. They were a tag team. They feuded. They were yeah. bitter enemies. Long they did rivalry the whole... and Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. So they, I mean, they they started together and they feuded every in Ring of Honor and like yeah. like they. So they had like this. I don't know if it's ten years, probably like close to ten years history together, like the two of them. So. It was very much like when he signed, it was like, oh, this is great. They're going to start the feud. They're, they're going to feud now yeah. you know, on the main stage, or not this main stage, but, yeah, you know, WWE. But instead, they give us a little swerve of these guys both made it. They're both here. They're best of friends. They're world traveled. Yes. They're in the same company, and they're really hammered at home about, like, I'm so glad we're both here, buddy. Right. Now, I would be lying if I, when this pay-per-view started, I said... Man, I hope Kevin turns on Sammy at the end of the show. And I thought I, the same thing. I was like, thing. man, it would be great if Sammy wins and then Kevin beats the shit out of him. And I thought the same thing you... because, again, after seeing him at PWG, it's like this guy is too good, way too good at being an asshole mm-hmm. to not be a heel. And, and the thing is, too, is I huh. thought I, I thought maybe we'd get it a little over time because that's, you know, WWE. Sure. NXT is patient in their builds. They didn't take any fucking time. No, there was no time at all. And it was great. I mean, it was exactly what I, I remember. I remember watching it too on my couch i remember the feeling i got right um, <laughs> when i was like they're good because it's honestly not dissimilar to the feeling last night which i don't know i guess maybe we're talking i'm getting ahead of myself a little bit no, but no, they, they do this great thing in nxt specifically where they so so at the end of a show they'll always put up this little like copyright wwe logo which always signals it's the end of the show and it go, it fades to black so like they have yeah. a champion with a title the little logo comes up and historically for years it's always been like fades to black i think this is the first time i at least saw it yeah was that owens comes out at the end of the show with sammy and he's just hugging him and you're like oh i guess they're just going to sort of build them as friends and you've got that weird feeling in the pit of your stomach you're like here comes the turn here comes the turn but then the logo the, shows the up chiron comes up with yeah. the copyright yes. and you're thinking up oh, that's the end that's of the it. show about to We're fade about to black black yeah. it's the end of the show and then but it, not so <laughs> no 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 it didn't happen <laughs> it not happened and they mm. and they did that and that was one of the first times i really noticed it being that well pr- like, yes, properly yes. placed they did it again with diy Yes, 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 yes. Oh, and you're thinking like, oh, I guess it's the end of the show. Yep. They trained, they've trained you for years. Now I now it's a little bit of a trick because they did it last night too where yeah. it was like Drew McIntyre is holding the title and you're like, well, I guess they're not going to have it. Adam Cole debut. And then it's like, no, 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 no. All of a sudden the audience goes nuts. And All right, I'm so like, yes. So, Steven, so yeah. we, we haven't checked in with you much here. I know no, we've no, learned no. a lot about this. Sorry. Go love. crazy. So yeah. let, let's Fine. talk. So what do you, th- I know you're you're familiar with Kevin Owens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you thinking about this match? What are you thinking about the debut, the reaction he got, and what do you think about C.J. Parker? C.J. Parker, uh, <laughs> is that who Jesse stole White Oak Jr. from? That's the same character, right? Similar. <laughs> like, Similar, yeah. Uh, yeah, he, just they, environmentally they like friendly, hippie, hippie yeah. whatever. Yeah, funny. My fight uh, matters. My fight matters. I've never seen a, a sign that is more hate-worthy, so that's great. <laughs> like, he really, my fight matters. Go fuck yourself, man. That's a big deal. Um, but, you know, that's, that's so interesting. I I, everybody likes Kevin Owens. Everybody's excited about Kevin Owens. And just the whole time I was watching this, I was like, why? Really? Why Kevin Owens? I just don't get him. He comes running like, look, I mean, he's fucking tearing this guy up. He comes out of the gate uh-huh. destroying him. Yeah. Do you like yeah, aggression? Are you Do an I like aggression <laughs> fan? <laughs> I feel like that's like the, a line for like a start of a movie. Like sure. that's an alternate uh, fight club. Do you like aggression? Do you like aggression? <laughs> uh, no, I mean no. I mean that's maybe uh-huh. maybe that kind of goes to the core of it is like not really. When I see a lot of a lot of wrestling stuff 
goes down to this like you fucking suck man like i'm the best in the world sure. i'm just like that's you're yeah. silly like you're silly uh <laughs> which that, i don't know that that again i just don't connect to it right away okay. but it, but even that like putting that aside i'm just trying like i watch and i was just trying to figure out like why kevin owens is considered so good well, is it because he's sort of a bigger guy and yeah, it's sort of I unconventional mean, to do those flips yeah, and shit he's flipping over the fucking yeah. the, the top rope like, yeah he's a big guy yeah He's also. I'm sorry, that's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. Yeah. I mean, that stuff. He's he's a he's a guy who does a lot of crazy stuff that you mm-hmm. would maybe not think he would do. But also, like, if you watch his promos, he's very. He's a better actor than most of the guys yeah. mm-hmm. are. He he does. They were doing a really nice job in here where he was doing like a like a Walter White style. Like I'm just doing this for my family. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that like it, that was sort of his build when he first came into the company, and, right. and then they they explored it later on uh-huh. too. That he didn't give a shit about people's feelings. Mm-hmm. Right. He was a prize fighter. He's a father, a husband. He's, he's making there as doing much it for his money. family. Doesn't yeah, care. Uh, and then and then also he's and I do use this phrase. This is going to sound very insulting. I feel like if any wrestlers, he's the funniest wrestler. Like he's one of the funniest wrestlers. Great. Hmm. He's great on Twitter too. He keeps it kayfabe. Yeah, he keeps it kayfabe, but he's also funny. Yeah, and uh, he's. He's versatile in his ability as a heel, as a funny heel, as an angry heel. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he, he can, can play, play anything. He can play anything. intimidating and buffoon. There's certain guys I feel like you can't do everything with, but yeah. he's, I've seen him at PWG be just like funny guy. <laughs> and, and that's a, like, that's, that's a rowdy wrestling room, but it is like kind of a critical room too. And yeah. I've seen him do every different kind of what, like, He's just been like kind of at a sillier match. I've seen him at a very intense, crazy match. Yeah, you won't find any real trash at PWG, but it, it if something is not going well or it's not good or somebody's underperforming, I mean, crowd will kind of let you know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. If, if it sucks. Yeah. They're it's like a- eager, but they're not they won't give things a pass. They will yeah. be nice. They they are actually nicer. They don't chant like you fucked up and stuff. No, yeah, they don't. They but, don't do that. But I'm just saying, it's yeah, like, yeah. but they'll still give you grief if you mm-hmm. know something's shitty. If it's sure. not good. So, uh, I mean, so this sort of just is like the appetizer a little bit, right? I mean, yeah. we, we don't, I, unless you guys have more to say, I don't. Like, I was just like, okay, great. This is a match. Yeah, I just wanted to give you the, the book. It's just a hype con- match, real. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a match yeah. just to go like, here he is. He's an ass kicker and he yeah. won because it's a couple minute match. Right. Like, he put, like, so, so there's not a ton here. No. That's to, but I wanted to, to give you the book about, but yeah, no, that's like, great. But you're seeing, okay, Kevin's here, and Kevin's yeah. here. They're going to treat him serious. It's also a signal to us as fans of oh, the companies behind this guy because he's totally. He got a very like hot shot start. Andy starts out the show, and I like the crowd introdu- the the crowd reaction too because they just welcome to takeover. Theme song starts. Mm-hmm. People have no idea what this theme song is, and then it comes out, and it's <laughs> and everyone it's goes him. nuts. Yeah. That's uh, and just real quick, you said like a hot shot start. Normally, like if they were gonna kind of um, give them a shitty spot in the company, they might do something a little not as like serious of a match or like what do you, what do you mean? By, it, or I mean, am I, mean, I reading it, into it? I it might all be reading depends. Into it. it depends. There's yeah. guys in NXT though that sort of just maybe this is, this is a bigger show. This mm-hmm. was a big event show, right. and like they would just maybe debut them on the regular show, Got and it. they would have maybe a longer match, and they could lose. Not that that means anything necessarily bad, right? But having a guy come out strong and basically squash him 
right like this means like oh we th- at least right now we believe in this guy right right so it's a signal to the audience I think that like for instance they they got both Fish and O'Reilly well, now in NXT they they came in they both lost a black and then they sort of backdoored them now into this huge yeah. faction all of a sudden that's but a st- they li- came into the company and lost so yeah they I did and they I mean to be and that's a different st- they they had like nice long matches with yeah. them and lost I don't know why they made them lose that's <laughs> mad I don't know these we'll see yeah. the them both, in. they should have both just debuted last night I agree it's weird but whatever it's not I, that big of a deal it's not a huge deal it's not a huge deal Cole would have been a far worse yes. thing if he came in and, and lost yes 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 but so okay so we now that we've introduced you to, to this and now mm-hmm. you've got the, the the taste for the show of what it's going to be yeah. uh, let's take a quick break yes and then we will come back and we will talk about this main event of takeover our evolution want to hear your favorite funny people paired with wine want to just hear them whine about something Hi, I'm Ellen Clifford. Hi, I'm Sean Buckholtz. We're the hosts of The Wine Situation. That's wine with an H. We've had Morgan Murphy. Drew Drogi. Brian Safi. Charlie Tanners and Camille Knox. Paul F. Tompkins and Janie Haddad Tompkins. Melanie Linsky. They all told us their wines. And we told them about wine. It's totally boozy study hall. So get it everywhere you find your favorite podcast. That's The Wine Situation. Wine, wine with, with an H. H. Cheers! Cheers. So you made a quick comment, Mike, uh, about uh, that also Kevin Owens seems nice. Earlier you said Sami Zayn seems nice. How important is it that they're nice to you? <laughs> I'm, and, and I'm not like That's I'm not trying to be mean or like pedantic. I'm just it curious. Does, well, it's like my mom with politicians, maybe. Yeah. Where it's like there is something I have had. This is I guess this is embarrassing now that I think about it. I have had dreams where I'm friends with wrestlers. <laughs> Wow! I've had a dream sure, where yeah. I'm like friends with Kevin and Sammy, and then I wake up and I'm not friends with them anymore. And I'm like, oh, my friends are like, oh. <laughs> so I do think it doesn't. It's not everything. Like I like I like <laughs> Lesnar, and I feel like we would maybe not have the same interests. <laughs> I don't want a clear brush in Canada. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, but I do think that like anyone that I like, most people who if I like somebody's work in any field mm-hmm. and then I like see interviews with them where I think that they seem like I would be friends with them. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. probably in the back of your mind. You're like, wow. And then you like, I like there's a montage dream sequence where like I'm on a beach and like, we're like <laughs> having cocktails or something together. That's funny. Uh, so no, it's not <laughs> so out, important. Hanging out with Jason Bateman yeah. <laughs> on the beach. It's not so important, but I like, I mean, I like it. If I, if I, I, I I also appreciate it if, like, Kevin, who's a good good heel and a good asshole on TV, mm-hmm. I appreciate yeah. it if he seems like he's not like that in real life. So, yeah. Okay. It's, exactly. It, it like, makes you... It's like how there's certain actors who are like, oh, you just seem crazy, and that's why you're always playing a crazy guy, which is also a skill and really great. But, yep. like, right. Daniel Day-Lewis is more impressive because he's, like, a humble cobbler who plays a totally different person. Yeah. Yeah. That's he, fair. He's probably got. See, Daniel Day Lewis himself seems like he's probably interesting in the things that he's done and the stuff that he's done, but boring in real but life. Probably, yeah. Like yeah. I mean, he's probably got a lot of cool stories about like stuff that he has gone out to do because he's done a lot of that stuff, and he, and he's studied his roles. But I bet if you just talk to him otherwise about like, so what's going on, man? How you doing? He's probably super fucking boring. Yeah, I mean, I think the example. I don't know that's that. I have that feeling, but the. The way everyone describes like De Niro, <laughs> yeah, I get it's like, it. De Niro's like the greatest actor of all time, but like he's like, I, 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 you're like and that's then, the true struggle. Like being, it's like being 
being so interesting that you be, you have to play all these other interesting people mm-hmm. because you yourself are so uninteresting. So you have to spend your entire life lying trying about to be interesting. To be, trying yeah, to be yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Sure. That's a, yeah, fun. I like it. Okay. Cool. So takeover happens. <laughs> takeover. Steven. They're doing our evolution all the, happens. Our evolution. We get to the main event. Sami Zayn versus Adrian Neville hmm. for the NXT Championship in a career versus title match. We forgot to mention that. But yes, this is, yes. it, it was so, the build was so crazy that Sami Zayn felt like he had put all of his stock into this match that he was literally putting his career, his br- mm-hmm. fairly new career, all things considered, mm-hmm. in NXT on the line. And it's one of those matches where the outcome is obvious. It of course. has to be, he has to win this match. And you know he's going to, like, he's not going to retire. That's crazy. He's a young guy. Yeah. He's not hurt. I mean, in the same way that uh, WrestleMania 30 with Daniel Bryan, like, he's got to win that main event. There's no yeah. way he wasn't winning that main event, even though I had a little shred of doubt. Me too. But once he beat Triple H, like, he's winning the main, it would be crazy for them not to do this. Yeah. So, like, it's it's almost a foregone conclusion, but you want to see it happen. You would just desire it to happen yeah. so much because they've built it up so well. Hmm. Um, but that's the thing that I think that we also try to talk to you a little bit about, Stephen, that you never quite buy into, where we say that yeah. you feel like you know the ending, and it has to be this ending. It can't be any other way. Right. So I know your reaction would be, okay, great, we know the ending, so what's the point of watching the match? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, not exactly, but yeah, I, I but, get but in, yeah. but in those moments, there's still those, that's what we look for, is still we look for those moments where you're so invested in the match and what they're doing in that moment that there's still moments of like, you know, like right. f- false finishes and, and, and crazy close two counts. and like, oh, my God. Like, it still makes you believe within those moments that, that it could be over at any time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that is that is the trick still for for an for an adult man who watches wrestling and who's yeah. seen a lot of wrestling. You know what you know what you're watching is a very high quality match. If they can fool you in moments, because it still happens yeah. where I go, I know this isn't going to happen, or I know no one would lose to this move, or I know, but if they can pop me out of my seat a little bit, because I went, ah, like, like it still happens, uh-huh. and it happens at PWG. <laughs> yes, it does. And, like, you could, because, I mean, anything that's good, as I get older, anything, like, whether it's, uh, you know, I can't watch improv anymore uh, for the most part. <laughs> yeah, like, me I know. Not that we want to talk Nick, about improv. Nick could never watch no, improv. No, me neither. <laughs> it's very hard to watch. Um, but on occasion, and I don't go to many shows anymore either, but like, it has to be, it has to make me forget I'm watching improv. Yeah. And it's the same, a similar thing with wrestling. And wrestling is, for the most part, really great now. But the moments when it can totally make me forget, which it still does sometimes. And I'm a very cynical, analytical person mm-hmm. who like watches and goes, ah, that, that hurricane run was executed perfectly. And ah, mm-hmm. yes, he's getting heat here and or whatever. But there is, yeah, there's still, even though I know for sure Sammy's winning, if they can scare me yep. that he's going to lose, which this match did do a couple times, even though, again, before it was the outcome was obvious. If they can do that to you, if they can, if Sammy can literally wait till two point nine one seconds to kick out, yeah, it scares the shit out of me. And it's happened before. It happened last night with Asuka, that match. A few I was times like, oh, it's over. it's over, it's over, yeah. it's over. And then, ah, like you, like it really. The, it's um, a very. That's one of the best feelings in wrestling, by the way. That's kind of why you keep watching it is to get this little weird charge, yeah, <laughs> that like jolts through oh, your body. Is, here it comes. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, it, and that is that I think that is a big part of it. Is yeah, if they can they can hook you in there, and there's multiple moments in the match where you go. Ooh! And <laughs> I was watching. Sorry to cut you please. off. 
I was watching the Kenny Omega Okada match mm. last week alone on the bus. Three. To Dis- three, yes. Yep. Disney's Animal Kingdom. I was on the bus alone because I wore my girlfriend out. Uh, from theme parking so much not and she wanted to, no no it has nothing to do with sex this has everything to do with just like we were walking around too much for four days in sure Orlando. sure your, your shoulders hurting but she was like I gotta she's like I gotta sleep I'm like well, I gotta go to the park <laughs> so I was on a bus to Animal Kingdom alone watching that and I'm a man and, and Orlando's all families it's not like mm-hmm. out here with Disneyland where it's a lot of like 30 something single people in fact yeah. I think wasn't I messaging you asking you to do the show the other day and you were like I'm trying to get an internet connection to watch this match. Yes, 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 yes. We were talking about it over there, and I was, so I was popping out of my seat on the bus a little bit. Uh-huh. I could see it, and I was like, "There's like a family next to me." And I swear to you, uh, the the father moved. <laughs> he moved. He was sitting next to me. Yeah, and he moved away. And I'm like, "Of course." He looked over, and there's a guy watching Japanese wrestling on his phone. <laughs> Alone, this guy's a shooter. His for hair sure. is very gray. What a weirdo! <laughs> what is going on? That's so uh, funny. And I was doing. I was getting. I was as I explained. I was getting those jolts through the body. That's so funny. From near falls and stuff. Anyway, That's I'll be watching. Hilarious. I'll be watching wrestling at work, like catching up maybe on something the day of. I mean, I was catching up on a lot of the G one, just like in the background at work. I'm kind of doing things, and I've got it on in like a, a browser window. And there's a couple times where I'd like I'm watching. And people will come over and I'll be like, huh, what? You know, yeah. like I'm really into it or like I'll like jump and just I'm standing at my desk. I, I have a standing desk. And I'll uh, and I'm, so but uh, so I, I don't jump out of my chair, but I jump out of my place. Sure. Uh, that's uh, yeah, that's crazy to me. Wow. OK, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fun. What we do. That's a that's a fun new element that you've brought to it. Nobody's ever said that. Like, it's just like, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's when, you know, and it happens sometimes to PWG, and PWG is like six, I don't know, eight matches, seven or eight matches yeah. long, and it's like, before you know it, you'll be jumping again. Like, you'll be exhausted from the five ter- terrible, excuse me, amazing matches. I don't know why I said the reverse. Uh, amazing matches, and then like this match, you'll be like, this match isn't as good, and all of a sudden, you're jumping out of your seat again. <laughs> like, they got me! <laughs> yeah, because somebody does something crazy. <laughs> right. There's like little jolts. And they got it like whoever can jolt you more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it gets harder to jolt you as the night rolls on. But right. they, they're good. They, they but sometimes it. they do. And then by the time you get to the main event, they're popping you up anyway. The match, I, I keep sidebarring here. The match, last PWG, uh, Chuck Taylor winning. Kind of bummed I didn't get the to title go. title was one of the greatest things I've ever seen live. Yeah, it had to have been. moments. It was unbelievable. Well, Chuck Taylor, for years, I mean, he's like a staple of that company, and he he never won the big one. Right, and he was also sort of like a comedy guy. Yeah. He was like another guy, like an underdog huh. guy, root for, like, every man guy. And they did this six-month build with him where he was, like, kind of becoming a legit contender. Yeah. And then they did this, like, 30-minute-long crazy match. It was him and Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, and it, it was just they built the thing up so perfectly. And there were mul- I didn't know he was going to win. That was I was less sure that he was going to win than I was about like the Sammy match. Yeah, because I was like, oh, he's. I could see them just like this could be a really good like build up for Chuck just to be a legit contender, but they want to keep Zach as a champion. Sure, but I had a lot of conversations Joel's- with friends about, it, and they were like, they. They got to finally put it on Chuck, right? They got to give Chuck E. T. the title. I was hoping. I was very hopeful because it was a second title match this year. Yep. Um, but. I was not completely convinced, but then there was a couple. There was a moment or two, like towards the end, when I was like, 
they've this is they've this match is so epic. Yeah, they he has to win. That. There's no way he cannot win it because they did tax. They took the Zack Saber Junior. took the r- bottom ring rope off, so he couldn't grab the rope to break the hold. Oh my god! <laughs> like the whole thing, like they threw everything at this this match. That's great. Um, and it was multiple times where you were like, ah, I want him to win. Guilty, guilty. And just in a similar way to the Sammy or the Daniel Bryan, it was like. Wow, a guy I like won. Like yep. there, there's a very specific feeling in wrestling. Foley winning the title, Sammy winning the title. It's yeah. another underdog character in his own it's an right. Underdog I mean, character, smaller guy. Yeah, hmm. yeah. He's been and, working and, for a long time. Right. There's, there's, yeah. It's a very, there's a handful of moments like that, and I yeah. can put that Chuck Taylor victory in that in that basket. Yeah. Um, that's like Daniels winning the the ROH title. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, like for years, that guy never right. won that title. So it's it's nice to see when guys finally win the big one who have been working for a long time. Right. And as people in the entertainment industry, I think we all can relate to like, oh my god, he finally, finally, it happened. He got something. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Maybe it can't happen. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> this isn't always terrible. Great. So Stephen, what yeah. are you thinking about the the crowd? They're they're pretty into the into the the Zane Neville matchup so far here, and it really hasn't even started. Yeah. Um, you know, it, this is at full sale. This is NXT Arena, so they're they're pretty hot for all this stuff. This whole thing was I I was watching and I thinking like I don't like either of these guys. Really like, coming out <laughs> coming out and like uh, to that ska stuff and this like little goofy ska dances. I was just like, nah, man. Uh, and then this other Neville, I just think he looks like a goat or like a an orc from Lord of the Rings or something. Like I'm just like I don't like it. everything's weird about. Oh, he's him. gotten that. He he's makes weird it, looking. It makes it makes me hard. It makes it hard for me to like him. I get what you're saying mm-hmm. like Sami Zayn feels a little bit more relatable but I'm just like don't, please turn off all the music and don't don't do that but I'm sure he loves it and I guess that's great I can't really fault somebody for Sammy his Sami Zayn is the only thing I like about ska I'll admit <laughs> Sammy I like he's the only he's the only thing I like about ska <laughs> it is weird he's like the only wrestler with like a ska theme ever I think yeah maybe or pretty much. main stage and good we, we should keep it away. I, I like that theme though. I, I do too. It is good, and it's perfect for him. Yeah, I I've never we, we I saw uh, Sami Zayn at some event we were watching. I don't remember what, uh, and it just I remember thinking I guess ska could be a theme. Like I guess that's yeah. okay, and it's very confusing, he's, and there only needs to be one. But I guess that counts. He's yeah. a, he's very endearing too, and I because like on interviews he'll talk. I think he likes. He's like kind of a huge dork, and a lot of these guys are. I think Neville's a huge dork too. But like Sammy Zayn's talking about like liking ska and like loving Archie comics. You're right. <laughs> so like oh right. god, this guy's great. I would have oh been friends god. with this guy. That's so goofy. You know, people. Oh, this man. is the sidebar for myself. You know, a lot of people. You hear these guys, the Aquabats. People love the Aquabats. Oh, yeah. I'm aware yeah. of the Aquabats. Yeah, fuck those guys. Okay, yeah. yeah they had like a show. I mean, honestly, yeah, I don't put know. Put that out there. Yeah. They're annoying. I, I would love to hate on someone, but I actually don't know enough about them to hate. Yeah, they they annoy me. I don't. Sure. I don't I mean, know I, enough either. I think they're they're just they're like probably a TV the nicest show people on the face sure, of the sure. band. They're a band from a TV show about that yeah. band, right? Yeah. They're like fictional, yeah, and yes, and it's just like a lot of people mm. are always po- talking about how great they are, and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm, I know they're like a comedy thing, and it's fun, and they're mm-hmm. fun, but it's mm-hmm. like, dude, it's ska. Yeah, quit talking uh-huh. about how great dude, this is. Ska. Fuck this shit. I, I really don't like ska, Steve. Yeah, I did like less than Jake when I was younger. Yeah, so I think we all had like some some ska phases. Mighty mighty boss. 
Stones time. and Skaj. Yeah, yeah, but they were I never good. They were never good. But I everybody liked it that. for a little bit. Everybody liked it for a little bit. It was I a would go to a concert. Oh, I mean, I am also no. on record, though. I will go to almost any concert if it's like cheap enough for free. Yeah. Like, I'll go. There's My buddy's coming out. He wanted to go. This is like a couple weeks. He wanted to go see. I forget what band it was at the Greek Theater. He, unfor- he bought tickets, bought plane tickets. Uh, it was at the Berkeley Greek Theater. Okay, yeah. So we can't go. I mean, unless we do a road trip, which I don't do not yep. want to do. Uh, it's quick drive. What is really playing at the Greek Theater here that night is Nickelback. Oh, great! Oh, I'll God. go. Really? I swear to uh, Daughtry and Nickelback playing. <laughs> You're absolute- a sick person. I'll go. I think have, we'd have a great time. I don't know if you could yeah. pay me enough. Well, a, couple, maybe. a couple beers, like yeah. sit down, like just be like, "What is it? Like, who's here? Like, yeah. I'd be interested to see who's who's watching this. How was your into time? It. Uh, <laughs> I'll sing along to "How You Remind Me" yeah. or like oh, that man. rock star song. Yeah. Like, I'm not a, a, a fan of that, but I'll go. You know, yeah, I turned on a bunch of uh, old songs uh, the other day, like things that were popular-ish when I was young, like junior high school, and I was like, these songs suck, but They're I remember horrible. them, and I kind of like them for some reason, just because I remember them. Sure, I feel yeah, like yeah. Nickelback might fall in there somewhere, where I'd like listen to a couple, and be like, I mean, there's something happening. There's a there's something firing in my brain that goes like, you heard this before. <laughs> never made it as a wise man. Yeah. <laughs> or so a poor like, man never made it as a wise man stealing. What? So Nick, I'm, Nick I'm, is dying currently. I am dying. I'm looking up the lyrics to, to Nickelback's rock star. Um, we all okay. Just wa- okay, here we go. The, so the lyrics are, because we all just want to be, be big rock stars, mm. live on hilltop houses, <laughs> drive in 15 cars. So back in, when this song came out, like back in like, uh, it was like high school or college, and it, it was just a running gag for a while. Me and my friends back in Pennsylvania used to have this this gag where we would like just make up fake lyrics, like just pick, buddy wants to be a rock star, get a big dog and look at up numbers in the phone book. Like you know, we would always pick like two random things, sure. and we just, it, it would become a gag. Game yeah, sure. where you just pick two random things like <laughs> to how to be a rock star. That's great. It's That's so stupid, but after a while, if you're you know had a couple beers and you're hanging out, it's a super funny fucking thing. Gonna be a I rock think star. You should go to the show with a Greek in a couple weeks. I should contribute some lyrics. Suggest mm-hmm. alternate lyrics for her. Yeah. You bring a sign, just be like sing this instead. <laughs> yeah, everybody wants to be a rock star. Get a tattoo and then go watch the new Power Rangers. <laughs> like what? That's, rock star? That's that's what rock stars do, man. Rock star. Yeah, that they understand. <laughs> All right, so back to the match. It's so still happening. Stephen. Wrestling is going on for forever. <laughs> um, you know, so this, this one's probably a little long for us. This sure. is extremely long. I tried to uh, frequently. We're watching it right now at like one point five speed. Usually, when I watch them on my own, I watch them one point five, maybe double speed. The match mm-hmm. itself is twenty three eighteen. So mm-hmm. long. Uh, and this is this. I've been today. I was like, you know, I haven't watched wrestling for a while. I should give everyone a fair shake and watch it at one speed. And that lasted for like ten minutes. I was like, no, for the love of God, end, please end. Mm-hmm. And then I sped it up, and it still wasn't possibly fast enough. I mean, here's th- this thing. Th- this it's interesting because I guess this setup. The setup is like, yeah, like you were saying, Sami Zayn is a guy who's good at wrestling and a good guy, but like just not willing to go that mm-hmm. that extra mile for whatever there is in wrestling. And mm-hmm. then he, he gets mad at Neville and he slaps him because mm-hmm. Neville offers a hand and like, you know, like, I'll retire if I don't do it because I am willing to go. I'm like, what does that prove? Like, none of that makes any sense. Like, if you're going to if you if people are saying you won't go the extra mile and then. And then, like, and I'll retire if I don't. It's like you're literally proving that you're not willing to go through, like, just whatever to get there. Chill out, man. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It's very, it was very silly to me. Okay. It felt very. It felt like. I felt like there was a lot of like. 
pomp and circumstance around this, but well, nothing was going on. Like I was like, this is just a guy who's upset. This is just a grumpy dude. Who cares? He is grumpy, but he was being condescended to a little bit too. Yes. Yeah, Neville was like, I'm. There's no doubt I'm beating you, so I'm not gonna. And he was like, fuck you. Like that's yeah. basically. Yeah. Neville's a piece of shit too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I agree sure. with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. There, he is. He is a. He is a bad guy. Even like a like a um, a smiling bad guy. Like right. That is sort of uh, particularly it, this annoying. incarnation of him. Yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a uh, yeah. Stephen, what do you think about? Uh, so that mm-hmm. I think that's again the kooky thing about why people are so impressed by. They were going to play a replay. Why mm-hmm. people are so impressed by Kevin Owens doing like that over the top jump? Yeah. Because like Sami Zayn's also doing it, and he's. Smaller, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that—that's actually that's fun. That exact move is. I was like, oh, Kevin Owens just did that yeah. <laughs> when we watched this. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's fine. It doesn't do it. It doesn't do a lot for me. That like that. There's something about it where it's just like diminishing returns. Like I'm like I've seen this. The flip seen, move you're talking about? Yeah, or just any like wrestling stunting. So if thing. you've seen one move once, if you see it again, you're now tired of I it. I just it just just diminishing returns. Like I like you know the first few I see are like oh cool oh that's cool and then if I see it again I'm like well I already seen that like do something different. Do you think? Uh, I mean Neville is a king of these crazy athletic like his his flips and his like he does stuff that like yeah, no his one red can arrow. do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess also some of it too. There's also a part of it too that doesn't. As somebody who doesn't appreciate wrestling as much, I, it's hard for me to like get in there and go like, "Oh, that is hard and cool." Because uh-huh. whereas like you know, and this is unfair to compare it off of, but I'm like you know, Mick Foley went through the cell or whatever, so sure. that's different. Like I'm like, you can't beat that. Like right. I guess you could do that, but also like do a flip in the middle. Like that's and that's a totally unfair. I mean, again, totally unfair criticism. But I'm just okay. like, yeah, I don't know. I get. I'm you not. You could as say. I mean, I think you could make the comparison though. This is a thing that just is brilliant, and I just thought of it. Ooh, uh, you know, v- Eddie Van Halen guitar solo versus a Neil Young guitar solo. Mm-hmm. There's much majesty and beauty in both of these. Right. Things. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Eddie Van Halen proficient technically. Fli- like it's cra- he's doing flips with his fingers. Neil Young is just going. Wah, 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 and it's yeah, both exactly. great. They're both great. Yeah. for different reasons. They emote in a different, exactly. a complete different way, and say. bring mm-hmm. up different emotions. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Depending on if you're looking for something, I think he's more, about to do. Depending on if you're looking for something more technical and absolutely like refined, pinpoint precision, right. right? Or if you're looking for something that's just sloppy and and feels good, right? Exactly. And there's guys like that like are burger, you know sloppy and feels good. There are guys. <laughs> that's a good like, statement in my head, Steve. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like. I'm a, and I never thought I would say, it, but I'm a big Braun Strowman fan. Have oh you, are man. You Familiar with Braun on yes. WWE? He's a big man. Yeah, yeah, I have, I have. I, I get him confused with Brock Lesnar. In fact, when I hear Braun Strowman, I see Brock Lesnar. I mean, there be our yeah, their names. They're, they're I can't remember which one's which. But yeah, Braun's yeah. on a tear right now. He's great. He's, great. he's like one of the top stars. Yeah, he's great. He's I mean, I, I honestly, I, I give them all the credit in the world for doing that because I was a little skeptical. I was like, this guy doesn't seem like he's very seasoned, and they're going to be no. pushing him. But like, well. Well, it, 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 it really goes all the way back to the the brand split, the draft, and and with mm-hmm. the the hard reboot that they did on him. Because when yes. he first was in the Wyatt family, it's like, who's this guy who looks like really big Eugene? Yeah, like I'm yes, very yeah, uninterested. Sure. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's green as hell. Uh huh. People were making fun of him, you know, beefcake McGee it's, and all that uh, shit. And it's like whatever. It's also a case of what happens when you book a guy well. Yeah. <laughs> then, hard reboot. We're uh-huh. bringing back squash matches. It also made James Ellsworth, by the way. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. New theme song, uh, new presentation, uh-huh. and man, they took their time to build mm-hmm. him up, and now now look at him. 
Yeah. Solid booking. Solid booking. So uh, I want to get into I want to talk about this a little bit, too. So, like, I'm trying to what, what are you also getting from this match? Like moment by moment, there's a thing that comes later that we're going to get to where it seems like Sammy has the upper hand and considers using the belt on. Yes. Yeah. Well, like, what are, what are you guys thinking so are, of that? Are, are like, you when not that impressed happens? by the red arrow we just saw? Yeah, right he there? just did something very crazy. Guy. And yeah. Then no, Sammy reversed block. it. Yeah, but like no, I don't. No one can do that. That's crazy. That is insane. Yeah, that was cool. And that's fun to watch. Yeah. To land so precisely on everyone every yes. time. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's not exciting right. for me. It's cool. It's great. It's impressive. Great. Right. I don't need to see it a lot. Uh, so, what are we getting mm-hmm. out of these moments? You're so asking? yeah, I'm just trying. I'm trying to figure it. Like, like is that is that a big moment for you? Is that exciting? Like, because uh, you I know, would say so. When yeah, I watched it, I was just like, I get it. You have a moral dilemma in front mm-hmm. of you like oh the belt usage like the belt usage like that was like the, i felt like that was a big like maybe story point of this match yeah, yeah, or whatever is, yeah. um i'm trying to think there was another one earlier and i don't remember what it is offhand I'll, it'll come to me that's uh but yeah fun see i think for even for the live crowd too that's a really really fun thing to get involved with it's yeah. like when somebody when they very clearly display that it's like and i know you don't like yeah. the big overacting yeah. Yeah, yeah, steven yeah. but when it's very clear that they're like but it's like live theater and it has yeah. to be sort of acted like that and yeah. So he's yeah. got the belt, and I know again you probably don't like this, but it's like he's looking at the belt. He's looking back and forth, looking oh, yeah. at the guy. Like, am I going to do it? Yeah. And the crowd is like, "No, don't do it, Sammy." And it's don't fun. compromise and your morals. It's literally, it is fun for the crowd it, to also be like, "Do it or don't do it." it in those fair. types of moments, and it's fun. I because I watched this this morning, and it was fun to see that the audience overwhelmingly liked the idea that Sammy wouldn't do it. There is something fun and something yeah. exciting about that because. Stone Not that Cold, many good good guys left. Exactly, the, that, and that thing that went out of uh, style in the '90s because, like, Steve Austin would cheat, and like Mick yeah. Foley famously won his first title because Steve Austin. Came, I know people were cheating, so like Steve Austin, when he came out and cheated for Mick, he was you know getting back at the at Vince and whoever else, or uh, yeah, yeah, like the Rock. Because there was so they were all anti heroes at the time. There was a lot of gray area for. Yeah. There's everybody. a lot of like yeah, there was a lot of that. So I so it's interesting. It's interesting to me that the audience really buys into him and is like, don't know, Sammy, don't totally. cheat. Because, like, I do feel like in the 90s, I would have been like, yeah, hit him with that fucking belt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Knock his fucking ass out. <laughs> yeah. He's been a dick to you. Get a he bat. cheated. You cheat him now. But there is a nice, like, uh, I mean, uh, in real life, it's like, fan- like uh, in real life, it's a fantasy. It's like why I like Superman so much. But it's nice. It's nice. That moment is nice. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's a nice thing to think that there's a good guy who won't cheat it's like one in the of the audience. few left yeah he's one of the few things and it's like I, I I was watching it today I was like that's nice that is really nice that's that nice. everyone's on board okay. which is why here's my question which is why at least in NXT at least in NXT Bailey worked so well yes uh, and then they ruined her they've ruined her go ahead Steve how they ruined Bailey they've ruined her okay great because well, Vince Vince and Kevin Dunn I think don't get her it just, like they don't she's not sexy enough for these two old perverts yeah like I get it true uh so this is the the is if it okay? So Neville's out right now. He's got the belt, uh, or he's kind of just like for some reason dazed and can't defend himself. So if if Sammy just say booted him in the head, mm-hmm. that would be okay, right? Because that's like an allowed move. Well, sure, because that's still wrestling. You mean boot okay. You mean boot him with his foot or yeah, with the belt? With his foot. Yeah, we yeah. Are. yeah. So yeah, yeah, how yeah. is that different than than using the belt? That's well, the thing. Is it just symbolic? Clo- yeah, because like, he's not clocking him with a heavy piece of metal. It's yeah. a boot, though. That hurt just as bad, if not worse. No, 
Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, I, I can for see. Sure. I see your point. I see your point. But also, they've trained us that a belt shot mm-hmm. is devastating. Yeah. yeah. So it's the wrestle. It's there's a lot of like wrestling language stuff where it's yeah. like I've been trained that you get hit with a belt. Yeah. That's it. And, You're fucking and, and, dead. and don't forget, You're Steven, dead. like our belt is like a thin uh-huh. little piece of metal. Like I felt the bigger belt. You are heavy. So it's not yeah. like it's not yeah. going to hurt. At, 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 usually at, uh, at JWC, you felt yeah. the titles that Eric Watts and, and, and Tyler, Tyler were, were holding. Where yeah. Those are heavy-ass belts. But, yeah. but you're not wrong that if you eat a heel to the face at 10 miles an hour, yeah. if I just, if you I will probably those, get like That'll hurt more than up. a belt, hurt. I feel like. Hurt. Uh, but yeah, okay. I get it. That's There's fair. a lot of wrestling... I say this a lot. Like, there's a lot of like wrestling logic and language you yes. have to know to watch wrestling because that's that's why it's such a barrier for people to watch it. Is like you have to be okay with the fact that like you so you push somebody against the ropes and they like come back at you. Like, I know you it's, it's right. be, absurd. It doesn't make any sense. Like that, so much of it just doesn't make any sense. It's hard for you to buy into some of that stuff. So even it, now. it is. It is, and that's and that's fine. Like I guess everybody for a lot of people it's just okay. But it's just one of those things that it, it is a barrier for me. I've actually started. I want to compile a list of like all the weird buys that wrestling fans are just cool with like a belt for some reason hurts her a lot or like yes you bounce off the ring ropes if you run into right. them right for some reason you can't stop running <laughs> just a whole bunch chest laps right. are devastating like there's a bunch of them and they're they're fascinating yeah. there's a it's a fascinating and medium also like the idea that like i think in the wrestling reality a guy is knocked out maybe 15 times in a match yeah. Oh, sure. Like, yeah. the guy gets, like, knocked out, and he can't move, and he gets pinned, and he's not even moving at all, and then he waits till the very last second and, like, comes to... Yeah, so, oh, yeah. my God, yeah. <laughs> they, like, yeah, p- people are blacking out for three seconds at a time, two yeah. seconds at a time, right. and that's right. all of wrestling. When, when you take the time to really break it down from a standpoint of just what we're actually saying, right. a lot of it is, of course, it's fucking absurd. It's bonkers. It's, it's, it's bonkers. But, it's evolved to this bizarre point. Yeah. It is. But it's but again, Stephen, mm-hmm. we buy into these moments and these people and these characters. Yeah. And these things that these matches that mean something for for something. Something for something they mean they mean something. <laughs> something is happening. Yeah. We like to buy into it. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, mean it's it's, it's fair. It's interesting. I, uh, I, I like getting okay into it. Me. I like giving over my brain and my time and my attention to something so crazy. I do. I enjoy giving my time over to that thing. I know that. <laughs> but you... see, no, see that's the thing is I feel like it does it's not so like I feel like it's the opposite of that. Like, I feel like I have to subvert my brain I understand, to, yeah. like, turn it. I have to go, like, no, that's not how life works. And then A guy go, who buys glass straws would say that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Fuck you. They're great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you slurping out of a glass straw. <laughs> it will not slurp out of your straws, dude. It's, there's people that, are, that, like, they don't like movies... Unla- I'm not saying this is you. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that, like, I just like it's just everyone's brain works. So people like that don't like movies unless if the movie seems like it couldn't happen in real life or yeah. if it's like fantastical, it takes them right out of it. So like, I think there's yeah. people like there's brains that just don't. There's brains that lend themselves sure. to like excusing the ten. It's getting hit and punched in the face ten times in the corner uh-huh. right. and not thinking that would knock the guy out f- for like an hour. Right. Sure. For instance, I mean, I like superhero movies and all well, kinds that's, of crazy things. I think that things. is a big, there's a big crossover sure, between, because I was a big superhero fan as a kid. Marvel movies come up a lot, like people yeah. bring up when they're yelling at Steven, like, okay, Steven, so you don't buy into <laughs> right, right. the Avengers, but I will say, I, I like all kinds of of, 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 of uh, fictional stuff. Mm-hmm. One, th- one particular thing I do not like, and I've never liked, and I've mentioned on the show, is I don't, I'm really not a fan of like fantasy type of stuff mm-hmm. in the realm of, I do not like Harry Potter, uh-huh. and I don't give a rat 
bat shit about Lord of the Rings. I wow. don't understand it. Uh-huh. I can't get into it. And therefore, so I don't like I don't like Game of Thrones. That's I don't care. I don't I guess I don't I like Lord of the Rings fine. Yeah. I don't watch Game of Thrones and I've seen the movies Wait, of Harry Potter and I like it, but I'm not way into it. I understand that stuff. why people like it. I just don't care. There's uh-huh. three I've never been in a room with two other people who don't watch Game of Thrones. I, know, I it's feel crazy. great. I don't like it. You, I, you've d- I tried you to not like watch it, it and every time I bring this up, it's such an unpopular opinion. Oh, it's, I it's so great and I'm like this feels nice like I feel like no this is a good this is a good room to be in right now (laughs) yeah and I'm not even I'm not saying any negative against it I just have to there's a lot of shows I haven't seen oh dude it it looks like I'm watching wrestling more than I'm watching TV which is (laughs) also a problem look it looks like it's a problem it looks like it's a very well made show sure I just don't fucking care yeah just don't care I just I will my stance on it right now is I will get to it one yeah, day. I'll get one to day. it one day. Harry Potter Land, by the way, though, incredible. I mean, the yeah. Diagon Alley in Florida is Florida. incredible. Yeah. One of maybe the best themed land of, of any theme park. Have you you've been to the one at Universal? Mm-hmm. Or in, it's and, the same. And, they and have the Hollywood. same one in Florida that's out here now. God, oh, I thought it was like good. I thought the the Universal Florida or Florida one is supposed to be like way better. Than well, there's the... two there's two different lands now in Florida. Okay, so they have Hogsmeade with Hogwarts, which was the first thing they built in Florida. Then they built that out here, Got and then it. they built Diagon Alley with Gringotts Bank okay. in Florida. What's, am I having a stroke? What are yeah, these words? Yeah, yeah. Talking what about Harry saying? Potter. <laughs> I'm more excited about Harry Potter when it comes to theme parks than it is the movies or the books. Fair enough. Okay. Can't I will love, I would, I saw Avatar Land mm. while we was in Orlando and I was psyched about Avatar Land. Movie, I don't care. If, but if it's a if it's a theme park land, I'm very excited about Can't it. Wait. I don't. It doesn't matter. See all these so, words. This is what I always make fun of Game of or uh, uh, Lord of the Rings for. Everything that they say just sounds like the word Mordor to me. Mordor. Sure, so yeah, it's like yeah. we have to march to Gordor to retrieve to retrieve the Gordor of Bordor. Uh-huh. Mordor, come with me to Zordor, and we shall go forth with Glordor. And it's like, sure. Oh, it's it just it hurts. It hurts. Yeah, I mean, so I like, I like all, this whole rant, we're watching this in the background at yeah. double speed. They're still celebrating. Yeah, the celebration lasts so long. The entire I roster's it. out there now. <laughs> I, re- I remember his music is blaring the whole time, too. Oh, so I can see it. If you didn't like it, you would be annoyed it's, by the it's music. It's exhausting. By the, it. I, by the I, way, ain't it crazy to see all these faces now in the main roster? It is crazy, yeah, because this is what you said three years ago. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're celebrating. Because it is a big... Moves on. He's, yeah, guy, I, he's a guy you want to see. You want to see him happy. And, and you also... You think he just blew up the Death Star. This is the greatest celebration <laughs> there's ever been in, like, WWE. Did, with Also with wrestling, and I'm... You guys have probably talked about this to some degree. Um, wrestling has a couple different levels, too, when you've mm-hmm. been following it for so long. Is not only are you celebrating his character's victory, you're celebrating this man. It, it's, it's like you're celebrating his struggle through the wrestling industry, and this is an acknowledgement of him yes. that he has made it and that he's viewed now as a top guy. Like You were yeah. not only just celebrating, oh, I like the character. You were also like very happy for this guy. Yes. Because he like oh he finally again this is, coming from the entertainment industry you're like oh he did it yeah, yeah. he's there and like you're, there's two levels where you're celebrating you're celebrating because they've you bought into the story but right. also like the real story is like wow this guy finally did it and like he he's at the top of where he his top of his class at the moment and also they really don't do that thing where like the locker room comes out all that often I right. really it, think it was very purposefully done because of this turn I think yes, specifically yes, yes. like I think that the the Sammy story in a way kind of earned it and I, I agree with all that about now he's the top guy he's worked for a long time but I think they specifically said we need everybody to go yeah. out ra- hoist him up 
We need to make sure that to say this is the most feel goodiest feel good you've ever felt yes. good. Yes. So the turn is that much more devastating. Right. So he ruins. I just don't get wrestling. <laughs> I really? Just don't get it. You didn't just do it because you wanted. I mean, it's basic. Why, why did he? Why would he do this? Here, that's my question. To what end, Kevin Owens? Why go out there and hurt this man? Well, he the, just won. Does that get you the title? Does that get you got, more it, money? It, it what does it do? You're, I'll answer the question. Yes, <laughs> yes, the answer is yes. Because in wrestling terms, because this is the Wild West. The, first of all, another thing that doesn't make sense about wrestling, these companies are run like the Wild West. Sure. Guys run in, attack people. They don't get really suspended or fired. Right. It's sort of just the way that the world works in the wrestling world. Um, but yes, he goes in there. You attack one of the top guys. Uh, you make him mad at you. You goad him into a title match. Yes. And you get the title match and you win the title, which is exactly what happens a couple months later because Sammy also gets hurt. Sammy and we wrestles. and we did we did point out the Kyrie. Yes, yeah, so, that's so what I was looking at there. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so the answer, logic wise, is yes. It does make him more uh, hypothetical. Uh, no, you, when you're the champion, you make more money. Also, uh-huh. that is mm-hmm. actually a real sure, thing. sure. But he's not the champion for having attacked that guy. It's but just he because gets a title so shot because, because of he it. attacked the guy. Yes. And Owens had really come out and cut some promos after this where it was really mainly to the effect of, like, he just, again, he just didn't care. He was there for his family. But, like, he was saying for years and years, you know, they kind of, uh, when when they do these stories in WWE, if they're, like, really indie guys who've had, like, a long background, they they do allude to much more of that in NXT than anywhere else. Yes. But so Owens had kind of come out and just cut promos about, like, I did it because we used to be friends. And it was kind of just, I'm an asshole and I'm jealous. I can't and believe that you got to this company first before me or we didn't quite do it at the same which time is or a blah, 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 right. blah. Very relatable thing, again, from people in the entertainment industry. How many sure. of your friends oh, have man. gotten a thing that you wanted a year or two earlier? Yeah. Uh, How many of my friends got wait. on improv teams two years earlier than me? Yeah. And I all, thought I deserved that, it. Making all those big improv bucks before yeah. you? I and can't who wait knows? That it would all been a big waste of time. That's what I didn't <laughs> even know when I was in my 20s, you know? Right. So you're saying if I grab Paul Welsh by the throat, throw him onto the stage, in the then back maybe of your I'll mind. get my shot. Yeah. This is one of the most relatable things in the world. And is by that the way, your friends that you even love, you feel jealous of them all the time. And when you grab Paul Welsh and you do powerbomb him, make sure to do it on the end of the stage because, as we all know, that's the hardest, hardest part, of the, part of the stage. Yeah. Hardest, hardest part, part of the stage. stage. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's that bit? Is that a reference to wrestling that I don't understand? Yeah. So they always do. So, <laughs> okay. so I just want to know. So. A, a big indie trend. I don't know. I don't know who started it. Is to do moves on that apron. So it's on uh-huh. the outside. Yeah. Uh, and they always say it's the hardest part of the ring because the logic is that the middle of the ring and the part of the ring obviously has yeah, like yeah, give, the give and, and yeah. right, but there's yeah. less give on the other uh, on the sure. apron as so. opposed to yeah it's metal bars and wood planks or whatever the fuck's in this like oh I'm the hardest part uh-huh. of the ring. Every PWG match has uh, just an insane. Apron bump yeah. where you're like, oh, oh they're doing God, a sh- they do, do a shit ton of them in NJPW too. Yes, they do. But they yes. really started giving that spot to Owens. Like he just started fucking up people on the on the ring apron. Yeah, it, and he it, does it to Sammy in a particularly brutal way because he, he he would do also it to Cena. Corner. Yeah, he would he did it to Cena where he was on a d- better angle where he gave him more of the his back hit the thing because I they they do that more now where like they I forget the like Cesaro back body dropped a guy into the uh, apron which. You landed more flat. He hits him on the corner here, which is just <laughs> madness. He really does. It's like different guys. He does it different. He did it to Jericho in a brutal way too. Yes, he did. Like in the similar way where he just like cornered the back. And they sold it the where like Jericho sold the flying fuck out of sure. it. Sure, and was... also like, well, I mean that's that can't that doesn't look good. I can't. No, that feel can't. Good. That's not a safe bump. That that's not do that. That's not sloppy, and it doesn't feel good, Stephen. 
<laughs> sloppy and it feels good. So sloppy and it feels that's good. Crazy. Also, by the way, him getting busted open. I think it was from the C.J. Parker palm it strike. Broke his right. nose. It just makes him look even more like brutal oh, and Meltzer, badass. Meltzer yeah. was trying to figure. I was listening to the Wrestling Observer last night because I'm a real nerd about this. And Dave Meltzer yep. was saying there's a term and like he couldn't think of what it is, but it's like it's it's a uh, shoot. It's like like it's about bleeding. What's when you bleed? It wasn't on purpose because you didn't blade. Yeah, but it really helps the match. Yeah, of course. And I'm trying to think what the they were trying to figure out what it was. Accidental but, bleeding, but it like helps. a wrestling term. Or just, yeah. He said there's a term in WWE now, and he couldn't think of what it was. And they were trying to think of what it was, but that it's that in the back they call it like. Like yeah, not accidental, but like opportunistic, like an opportunity. Bl- oh, oh like, that makes sense. So so, because guys aren't allowed to blade for the most unless you're Brock. But, but like, if you are busted open, but it helps because because God knows some of these matches should have some blood in it. Well, like, there was last night <laughs> takeover. These there was some, matches, there was some blood last night, blood, and it was great. That's yeah. what he was you in reference to. It was like it was oh, like oh, okay. he so was talking about the episode. Today? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He does like four a week. Yeah, I know it's he crazy. does. Yeah, I haven't listened yet. I started like six months ago, and I'm real hooked on it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So so it that really helped that match. It, it does make Kevin look like a killer. Is he got like his nose busted, and now he's got a big scab on his face when he throws Sammy corner first right. into the, the ring. So, um, Steven, mm-hmm. what are you thinking? You're looking at your phone right now for oh, yeah, a split dude. second here. I, I mean, I just remember that we talked about uh, titties earlier. <laughs> I was oh, yeah, Googling us. Um, no, I, uh, so we've wrapped up the match. Your, your buddy, who you legitimately actually liked, uh, William Regal, is out there checking on. Oh, okay. Yeah, wait, did I like Regal, William side, Regal? Uh, side note, Regal at the PWG show that I was at. Yeah, he's been at a, a few. At the one where Steen got recruited. Mm-hmm. So, huh, huh. I was there too. There, he was there. <laughs> yeah. he, scoping him out for my fit. He, right, really, what was that? William Regal was like looking at, looking, looking in the at audience you, too. Looking like, you know, at that you, that guy could have been good if he tried. One or the yeah. other, like one or the other. If it was he, like a coin toss; it just didn't go your way. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen, you were talking about recently that you actually you liked William Regal. You what seen, did I like him for? Just stuff. You okay, seen, great. You said that you seemed to like him. Okay, fair. He I don't remember it, but comedy. I guess I do. I Literally, don't remember, do you? Not at all. This th- is this William Regal. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, I, I've never seen. No, Jesse, brought, Jesse brought that that promo of like where he was like he was very intense and defending like when you hurt that poor boy. I oh, think yeah, I yeah, hated yeah. that. No, I thought you liked him. No, I think I hated that. Who has been your favorite guy you've seen? Uh, in wrestler. All, yeah, in all these years, like a guy you really, um, really, really liked. Uh, there's been a. You Only like a handful. Like, uh, who's the guy who was uh, from Lucha Underground? Uh, or yeah, Lucha Underground, and he had the tattoos and stuff, and he wrestled the mask. But now he does. Oh, what Ricochet? Right? Isn't that him? Oh, oh. oh uh, like Prince, Prince Puma. Puma. Yeah, Prince Puma, I thought he was cool. And I mean, yeah, like that's he's, not he's fair because he's, he's great. Fantastic. I think Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I am at, I don't know a right. lot about him. I imagine that he's probably my favorite wrestler. Was Ricky Steam? That's Ricky the a, Dragon. That's a good choice. Mm-hmm. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I think, mm-hmm. or as Stephen thought he was called Ricky, Ricky the, the Steamboat. Steamboat. I thought they said it so many times Ooh. offhand. That I was just like, okay, yeah, Ricky the Steamboat, whatever, man. <laughs> Ricky, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. If I not, if I recall correctly, I think is the one that you said the most. Mm-hmm. Not, and Vader, you liked for the most part. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I I like Vader. I, uh, we talked about Vader, uh, especially after his health scare. And I do remember thinking particularly the thing that I like about him in comparison to most wrestlers is he seems like he's enjoying it. It seems like even mm-hmm. if even if like I, there is a selling it aspect to wrestling, mm-hmm. but to me. 
uh, I watch people, other wrestlers out there, and I'm like, are you having fun? Like, do I? Why do I care about you? Why are you mm-hmm. doing this? And there's a aspect to Vader that I'm like, oh, it seems like he really appreciates doing it. Yeah. Uh, so I gotta like that a Him little and bit. Steamboat both had that for you, I think. I, Steamboat, Steamboat just seemed like to not oversell it. Like I don't like mm-hmm. the oversell. It felt he's, like he's a, grounded. He's very it felt, grounded. It felt yeah. Grounded in a way that I could get into it. Like I watched everything and I was like, I buy most of this hmm. i can i can accept these things mm-hmm. uh so You're if you a- could like put all those guys together uh, if, you, if you could if you could if, if freaky the dragon steamboat could flip like ricochet but also act like himself and then appreciate it as much as vader you might have one wrestler that i okay. enjoy <laughs> You're like an old school kind of Jim Cornette style I guy. Think he I is. think I think you might like the old stuff. You might like a Terry Funk, Jerry Lawler brawl. But see, then here's the thing. Then we've <laughs> shown him older stuff, where we show where like recently when uh, Eric Moneypenny came on, and we showed yeah. you the the old oh, uh, Mid South wrestling feud, which involved guys like Flair, sure. Dick Murdoch, yeah. uh, Ted DiBiase. Super grounded. You were bored as all. I was. Fuck. I was boring. Was so was bored. Fun. Some of those matches don't hold up so well. Yeah, they right. Don't. They don't. But there are some like Lawler funk brawls from the seventies and eighties that I you're like, mm, agree. this is fun. I yeah. agree. I think Stephen would be bored out of his yeah, mind. Maybe. I know what we'll you're find out. You, I mean, are you probably have you talked about Andy Kaufman already and stuff. Somebody's. I feel like he's been mentioned offhand a few a times. Thing Not a whole it. thing We're, on him. We may have a guest soon who we, we may be talking oh, about. That's a good. Maybe talking it, about this. That's is good. it Andy Kaufman? It's Andy Kaufman. Oh shit! Yeah. What if Andy made his return on this podcast? <laughs> his, his the greatest swerve of all. Yeah. It kind of makes sense where people are like, it wouldn't. No one would even notice for like six months, and somebody be like, "Hey, I think Andy Kaufman is alive, and he did a podcast." <laughs> this, yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> he, he went on, you know, one of the most middling rated wrestling podcasts in the world. Steve, he found we're superstars. Yeah, that's true. Me? That's true. Last, uh, think on our last episode, we were talking about how rich and famous we were because oh yeah. of this podcast. It's sure, a real yeah. great life. Yeah. Uh, hey, we got free T-shirts out of it. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> check it out. Collar and elbow. I forgot <laughs> that what the promo code. <laughs> That's right. We'll talk about we'll that. Talk we'll about we'll, we'll plug them. We'll prepare it for the next episode. We'll plug them properly. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so just to kind of like start wrapping up this match, we'll yeah. kind of give our ratings uh, of this thing. Uh, I can we'll, kick. We'll it. rate both really quickly. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious. Okay. So yeah, for the first one, this uh, we'll start On with a Kevin scale Owens. Of five what's. Five five scars. Five five scars. Mm-hmm. On a scale uh, of five ska trumpets. One. Zero to five ska trumpets. You know, the first one, Kevin Owens, uh CJ, whatever the hell Parker, his name yeah. Parker. Um you know, yeah, it was was fine. It just it felt very like stock to me. Like uh, and that's not much of a, a statement that is helpful for people. I'm just like, this is what a match would be. Uh it didn't feel exciting or like a cool debut or like I saw any great moves or I saw a character that I really liked or anything like that. It just sort of felt stock. I did think CJ Parker was like comically stupid stupid as a character and he was yeah. uh and i didn't really want to see more of that so that's like a very low rated match to me i think that's like a one and a half i, I mean it's not it's not anything it's special not a for a, no it isn't but we like but we like of. to rate sort of like the clips themselves so for right, a right, right. debut for sure, kevin yeah, owens yeah. that to me is like a 4.2 debut i mean you can't get much much better than that and for like I mean it wasn't like a crazy huge thing it was just it was a very solid debut he looked great it Mm -hmm. needed to do exactly what it needed to do the crowd was very into him and again we're buying at the top of the show that it's like well he's here now this is great and he's buddies with Zane and everything's good so that's like that's a 4.2 debut for me that was a solid Mm -hmm. solid debut Hmm. what about you if you don't want to rate it you don't have to I I refuse to read it (laughs) Uh, no, I mean, I would I would just say like three star three, yeah. three or five, I mean, three or four is not too different dissimilar. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good debut. It was nothing 
it was just like great he's here he's, he's cool and they're treating him well yeah he's gonna do good uh, so yeah three a three star i i can't think of like crazier debuts than that i mean like mm-hmm. i rate him coming out against cena higher obviously because oh, the stakes that's... of it are, are bigger it's like that's his debut on monday night raw yeah such a cena. good moment seen that Maybe I feel like we, that's also yeah we may have seen like that. that's I, a very I think we fun, did cool yeah. thing. Um, so oh. yeah, three is fine. Nick, three, okay, three. so why don't you yeah. go, why don't you kick us off on the rating then for Sami Zayn versus Neville? Yeah, what do you think? I think I mean this is a hell of a match. I mean I know we didn't we we went off on a lot of tangents in this episode. We didn't talk a shit ton about the match, mm-hmm. but. The match, I think, is super solid. Both guys are so good in the ring. They're athletic. They're technical. They're high-flying. They pulled out all the crazy spots in this match. Uh, Neville is on the tear that he's on now and has been for a reason because he was always incredibly gifted. Uh, Sami Zayn, consistent, constant underdog. So good at playing that role. And to see him win the big one in this match... Right. Uh was very rewarding. Uh, I was really happy for Sammy, and then the turn at the end was great. Like, I thought everything about this match, not to mention the the build that we talked about, where they took the time to build this over, like, the course of, like, a year mm-hmm. to give this, like, a good, good build and give it the proper payoff that it deserved. Um, I think this, I mean, the match and with the ending, I mean, I think this is, like, a, this is, like, a 4.4. I think it's a really, really solid yeah. match, but I'm also rating it high again for the turn. Yeah. Lo- yeah. I absolutely love the turn at the end. It's set up for that they will indeed fight forever. They'll probably they're destined to do it forever, like Batman and the Joker. Sure, they're gonna fight fucking forever. So yeah, I mean, I and I was super excited. And this is also this is at the time was like there weren't a ton of takeovers, but this was like a top pay per view at the time. It was like this is like what a great event. Yeah, and they've been pretty consistent with takeovers since. Yeah, yeah. I think this one really set a good bar for takeovers after. So yeah. I think it's important. So I'm going to give it a 4.4. Yeah, it deserves it deserves I watched it again and and it speaks to just in the last 3 years how spoiled I am with wrestling yeah. that or we all are with wrestling that I even was like, "Oh, okay, like it's on its ear uh, just like on on its own as a match. It's it's gr- it's great. Yeah, but it's it doesn't it's a little less I guess with the drama, because I haven't watched it in a year or two, a couple mm-hmm. years, without the sort of drama and stuff, it do, it's a little diminished in my mind. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also because like I've just been watching Kenny Omega just on another goddamn planet. He is the best in the universe right now. Yes. He's <laughs> and it's so insane. good. Uh, it's insane how good he is. So I was like, match match on its... I almost And I think Nakamura Zane, which is a year later, mm-hmm. is better match. Oh, it is. It is much better. That's one of my favorite matches ever. Um, so this is still like a great. I, I think the match is like a four star match. Yeah, just because there's some. I mean, there's great. That's that's one of my favorites where he goes up on his shoulders and he blue thunder bombs him. There's some great like little reversals. Sammy gets all his cool spots in. Man, we were talking about like popping out of your seat. No matter how many times Sammy does the blue thunder bomb, and you know he's not going to win with it. He's never won with it in WWE. There's something so satisfying to seeing him twirl around. (laughs) I know. Like a man. But you're still like another man. He'll never win with it. There's just some... And and another thing with wrestling is just like it's very similar to dance. There's, there's There's a pleasing thing if you like it 
where you're just watching body movement. There's something fun about timing and body movement. Absolutely. And it's like, like literally, he puts you in the blue thunder bomb, and I go, ooh, uh-huh, like, uh-huh. And like, and watching guys like The Rock or Rey Mysterio is like those guys have timing, and there's something yeah. like very rhythmic about he bounces off the thi- like and rith- ricochet and Osprey all day long. It's ridiculous. It's all rhythm. It's all like you're just like winning on these beats, like boom, yeah. boom, 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 and like the you know, blue thunder bomb is has like got that. a very satisfying spin to it too. Yes, yes, yes. There's we there should do a whole episode on like satisfying spins and yeah, satisfying deep moves. Deep six, they're all in there. We're like, yeah, like you're just like waiting for the conclusion of it. Um But so, so for your trumpet ratings. Yeah, I'll say yeah, the match itself with the overall thing, I think you're you're right. It's like four point five. But I think that yeah, the match now also he eats that Oh, that that uh, reverse hurricane runner right on his head. Yeah, which is an ugly spot. It's yeah, very <laughs> going uh, very fast through it. <laughs> Okada had a similar outside of the ring oh. reverse hurricane runner where you're just like he just landed on his head. I can't believe that their Jesus necks Christ. are all going to be destroyed. Nobody's um, learned anything from Masawa. Their necks are all going to be destroyed. Kota Ibushi's biggest opponent oh. is his neck. <laughs> yes. That's crazy. It's crazy. His greatest rival. Uh, so yeah, I, I'll, I'll go with you. The overall package, everything's 4.5. Yeah, great. You know, okay, so this, I'll just start this. Uh, Here comes the disappointment. No match. I don't think any match needs to be longer than eight minutes, I think. I think really? eight minutes is probably oh. the max needed. Uh, if you tell me a match is eight minutes, I go, mm, I don't care. <laughs> Wait until we show you the... Uh, Although Goldberg-Lesnar is one of the best matches ever. <laughs> yeah. I love it, and it's five minutes. I like it, too. It's a great match. Uh, wait until we show you Okada Omega 2, and we will. How long is that? Is it like an hour? It might be 60 minutes. Fuck, that's so... It might be a Broadway. Painful, yeah, I call it. It, it might <laughs> be. So painful. You know, so it's super long. Like, I'm just... Uh, this has this has a lot of stuff in it that really brings the ratings down for me there's characters that i don't real particularly like or feel like i can relate to it's super long who don't you like both of them <laughs> God. Like all right fine i don't like either of them um you know there's also uh it feel it's a lot of hammy moments if like I this whole belt sammy thing zane is raising money for a mobile unit in syria would that make you like him yeah he is yeah he's i think everyone should and i'm that's cool I'm, He's I'm cool. Kind of be fun, but I'm, I, no, you're everyone, right. Everyone should give money to that. I'm saying he's very cool. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. All of a, like, yeah. You know what? Uh, I'll, I'll just a quick sidebar to this. I saw uh, John Cena do an interview at South by Southwest. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, was, he was really great. And the, after that, I was like, I like John Cena. Like, he's oh. so cool. Uh, what a nice guy. Seems like he's doing good stuff. And then mm-hmm. we watched a match for our next episode today. And You're I was back. like, I don't like John oh. Cena. Wow. <laughs> like, it really, it really uh, put it's me the other bad. way with it. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I, right, I, right, like he, I like that he does good things. But, you know, and then there's a lot. There's this other thing, too, that, I, that kind of frustrates me in wrestling. They do a lot of, like, arm stuff in this mm-hmm. for like they're like submissions and like he's being held and like he could break it or he's going to give up or whatever mm-hmm. and that drives me insane too because I'm like you have all the like so the way that they get in these like arm bars or these uh you know these ways to like turn the arm like mm. they're like you, you you have all the advantages in the world there's no no there's no getting out of that you could win if you wanted to you choose not to don't show me that mm-hmm. don't show me that I don't like seeing that better show him some sec some Zack Sabre Jr. 
Is that the one where he does it for real? He does it all. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. He's got all kinds of holds. He takes that can't stuff wait. to a new level. It's crazy. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, but, you know, so overall, this this whole thing was just not particularly exciting to me. I felt like even, even the things that you said was like kind of going on, like, you know, between Neville and Sammy or uh, Sammy and Kevin Owens. Like, I was just like, eh, it's not, not enough. It, mm-hmm. it seems like more than there is to me. So it's a super low rating. This is like, a, again, a, a 1.5. One. It's just a 1. It's just a 1. What? <laughs> It's wow. just a one. It's pretty... worse than Kevin Owens because so this... it's so long. It's worse I think... by far. By Man. far. You are a fool. I'm okay with that. Oh this is a God. bummer because like this one I was like, there's no way you can't. <laughs> there's yeah. no way you can't like like this nice guy winning a thing. Oh, He's a nice guy and he wins a thing. Steven's like, really terrible. Like you could show a grandma like, and she'd be like, oh, oh a nice man nice. won a nice thing. Like, nice. He'd be like two, three, even a half. He seems great. I'm sure he's great. I don't feel like he's that great, though. I thought maybe. I mean, okay, look, if you hate the match, you're a fool. But I thought maybe at least even some of this drama would bump some of your stuff up a little nah, bit. Oh, man. Nah. Not even close. That's great, though. Um, I'm glad you guys tried. <laughs> That's so funny. That is funny to me. <laughs> you, I, there's no way he won't like it. There well, is. that there was your is. first I knew, mistake. I knew it wasn't you were going to be like, well, now it's all changed. Everything's yeah, different. Right. But I, would, I, would, I assumed I'd be like, well, there's a lot to hold on to. He's likable. Like, my I'm... girlfriend says she likes everything about wrestling, but not really the wrestling unless they're flipping. Sure. She likes the Ricochet and Will Ospreay. She loves that stuff because like, she's like, it's just acrobatics. Yeah, just it's so fucking male cool. Male gymnastics. Yeah. Um, and she likes the pageantry. She likes the characters. Yeah. So I she, knew this rating was going to be low because of the length of the match and the so clip. Low. I knew you weren't going to like the uh, length. That's true. But like I said, like I stuff. at least thought maybe you would like a little bit of the Owen Zane mm. stuff, which is why I included his his, his matches yeah, there, too. Kinda, but yeah, nothing. I, oh, well. I'm sorry. I wanna, I, it's okay. I'm I want to I wanna like these. I really do. But I don't. All right. And that's okay with me. <laughs> well, we, well tried. We, we tried. We did so that best. comes to an, uh, the end of another episode where we tried to convince me to love wrestling and almost got it this time. Yep. Uh, Mike, thanks so much for coming out. Is there anything that you want to you know share or plug with the world? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. You got your podcast coming out on Feral Audio. Yeah. Watch if we out find you that. on social media, anything well, at all. Uh, Fat Carlson, which was my backyard wrestling name. P-H-A-T. P-H-A-T. Yep, Not right. F-A-T. Correct. Yeah. Um, although, honestly, this I don't know if this is... I, it started because somebody made my character on WWF Attitude like bigger, and uh. they renamed it Fat <laughs> with F A T. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to change it to P H A T, and that'll be my wrestling name. And then that became my backyard wrestling name. Uh, so, but it's still my Twitter, and yeah, yeah. So P H A T Carlson at Twitter uh, on Insta- Instagram. Why am I plugging my Instagram? Uh, uh, but no, uh, the podcast uh, about theme parks that I'm going to do. So we have the Twitter ready for that. So it's podcast the ride. Great. If you like theme parks, uh, we've already done one where we discussed the E.T. ride, Indiana Ooh. Jones ride. Uh, basically, oh, like, I'm keeping in my brand of, like, liking childish nonsense. Good. <laughs> that's fine. We so all need that. We, look, we need that. What are we going to do? With the world's terrifying. Life? We need that. Uh-huh. <laughs> the I world's agree. terrifying. We need childish nonsense. Yeah, the whole shit show. We all have to bury ourselves in all of our nostalgia. <laughs> I know. Our, our, fant- our, our whatever fantasy we like. Not necessarily Lord of the Rings, but maybe this wrestling fantasy. Yeah. Mm. That's why we watch it, Stephen. Anyway, Amen. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Mike, Keep thank you so much for coming to the show today. Thanks for bringing this match in that... In our endless quest to try and convince Stephen to love, love wrestling. Love so, Stephen, you just said you love it. Oh, yeah. But I also got to ask yeah. you. Yeah. We've reached the end of the show. Sure. Stephen. Yes. Do you love wrestling? I don't. Thank you for asking. No, you're welcome. Hey, what's that? Uh, 
what's that, that Mighty, Mighty Boston's song? What is that? That knock the on wood song? That I get. The impression that I get. Mm-hmm. Let's play it out. <laughs> let's let's just play. Let's end the episode with that song. We don't like ska, but fuck, just go ahead and play it. I mean, we're playing it for him, which makes it seem like we don't like our audience either. <laughs> Good night, everybody. We don't like ska. We only play it for the girls because we like it. Shaking butts and having fun and dancing night away. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to us on Twitter, you can find us at YSLW Podcast. Or if you have match suggestions or questions, shoot us an email at youshouldlovewrestling at gmail.com. Nick, where can we find you on social media? Oh, guys, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligor, G-L-I-G-O-R. What about you, Stephen? You can find me all across the internet at Pearlstein. And if you want to hear more podcasts, check out I Love You and I Like You, my other podcast, all about parks and recreation. And while you're in the iTunes store, why don't you go ahead and leave You Should Love Wrestling a nice five-star rating and review. Thanks for listening to You Should Love Wrestling. Guys, we will catch you next time. Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.